Hello and welcome to Simon Says Let's Talk Business on Business Radio X. This is your host Al Simon with Sandler Training by Simon Inc. And uh, this show is uh, Simon Says Let's Talk Business and this on this show we talk with high performing business professionals. We're looking to sharpen our skills, we're looking to learn new ideas and concepts, we're looking to share best practices, and we're looking to get to know really smart people. And we have two really smart people as guests today, uh, longtime friends of mine, and I'm really pumped. So listen carefully, take some notes, and look for their contact information at the end of each segment so that you can engage with them. And as always, we will conclude with a sales tip from me, moi, in our Ask Al segment. And, uh, and so today we have Gene Harrison, Regional Manager with BusinessWise. Welcome, Gene. Thank you, Al. And we've got Joe Godfrey, Vice President of Commercial Lending in the Gwinnett Market with Oconee State Bank. Welcome, Joe. Glad to be here. Excellent. So these guys are longtime business professionals. They are grizzled veterans, and they know their stuff. So you're going to learn a lot today. And uh, Gene, let's start with you. So business-wise, I love business-wise. We Glad use you do. We, yeah, we use your tools, as you know, in our, in our business, and it's awesome. So Thank you. Why don't we start, Gene? Just tell us what BusinessWise is, and um, you know, and what makes you different. Well, that's a great question. Now, uh, BusinessWise has been around forty years, and uh, we're really good at helping those folks in business development, the sales managers, those people that are trying to find more prospects. Uh, you know, there's a lot of good business data out there, and it's there's a lot of national databases that attempt to do what we do. Uh, but our uniqueness is that uh, we're the only firm that locally researches all the business in the metro Atlanta area. We do this for the state of Georgia. And we have two other markets, the Dallas, Fort Worth, and the Charlotte. Um, but we provide very business demographics that are very significant to what our clients are looking for. We help them make the connections to the right prospects, to the right decision makers. It's all about shortening those sales cycles and getting to those decision makers to find out if they've got pain that they can solve for those prospects. So typically our clients will reach out to their prospects either through phone prospecting, that's cold calls, yes it is, <laughs> and then also- Did some he use the CC word? Yes. Uh, I thought Ooh. I heard the CC word, yeah, cold calls. calls. Yes, yes. There are, right. some folks don't like them, but hey, it's nature of the beast. And uh, also, there are folks that, who um, like to knock on doors, so we can help shorten those sales cycles. And we also can do, uh, we have some email marketing platforms. So most people today uh, work in permission-based platforms, but when you look at your target market in that permission-based platform, you're probably not reaching your whole tar total target market. Right. We can definitely get you there. So we help folks get more opportunities in the pipeline. And, and not just that, I mean, I take it for granted because we've been using it for so long. It's been so great. And, but I, I, I was thinking about it, getting ready for this show, thinking about all the, the reasons why BusinessWise is such a great tool for us. And you mentioned uh, finding new prospects, getting opportunities in the pipeline for, you know, for cold calling, but also for research, right? If you're going to do other things like using LinkedIn or, or any other kind of uh, prospecting, right? The research, the data is incredible, right? Tell us more about that. Sure. So uh, I appreciate that kudo. Uh, the data is good because we locally research it. 
Uh, so our researchers are usually on the phone about five to seven minutes validating the information. Uh, we don't publish the information unless we know that it's complete and accurate. Uh, and what's unique about the tool, and we talk about accuracy, is that we know that nobody else does the local research that we do. But if you, if you happen to get on a, a, a company profile that the information isn't accurate, let them, we're going to get it corrected for you in 24 hours. So uh, we're, we're very, um, shall I say, uh, astute about our accuracy of the data. That's, that's one of our uh, core competencies. Yeah, you're much more accurate mm -hmm. than, than most national data. Well, yeah. probably than all the other national well, databases. You know, national data typically is scraping the Internet, and what happens when you do that? You're getting, you know, information that may not be as accurate. Somebody it's may, old, yeah. Yeah, somebody may not change their title in, in, on LinkedIn or may not even change the company they move for, yeah. yet they've got that information. Yeah. I know for us, we can, we can do different queries and searches based on our ideal client profile, and, uh, and then what we get back, we can turn into our, you know, our, basically our call queue, our prospecting plan from there. And uh, using using the activity manager uh, functionality in the tool, I'm telling you, Joe, it's unbelievable. It, uh, you know, it, it is it just gets us right to the right people. And we're talking names, and titles, and email addresses, phone numbers. I mean, it's all there. Links to LinkedIn. I can go on and on. But this is for about. Uh, I'm interviewing myself here, Gene. Sorry. <laughs> so, uh, why don't you tell us who all should be using the tools at BusinessWise? You know, people that are frustrated if they are if they're not getting the opportunities that they want to, or if they're not reaching their target market, or you know, hey, the secret is if you're not cloning your current clients, uh, then those are the kind of clients or prospects that we want to talk to. I don't know that if I can help them or not, but certainly it's open conversation to see if we can help. And I'm fine if if you know if they say, hey, I, this doesn't work for me, I'm okay with that as well. Mm. But uh, we work with we work with folks as i said that are frustrated and they're just not getting the uh the number of dials the number of connections or the number of opportunities in their pipeline it's mm -hmm. not a silver bullet you got to work at it mm -hmm. but uh yeah so a client that's in the b2b sector that is looking for more opportunities there's a good chance we can help them and go. and even ramp up their email marketing efforts if they're currently doing that yes and, of course, those of you who don't know what B2B is, I'm sure everybody does. But anyway, just to make it clear, business to business. So it's companies calling on companies, basically. Exactly. And, um, and so it's a, and that, now we use it, of course, for, uh, for research. We use it for cold calling. We also use it for email marketing. Mm -hmm. And I know that world's changed a lot recently, right? What's changed in, uh, about email marketing these days, Gene? You know, we've we've seen a, a, a big change in uh, so the way that folks go to email marketing. There are, of course, there are those permission-based platforms that I mentioned earlier where, you know, I've gone to your website and surrendered my address or we've been to a trade show and you got those email addresses. And, um, you know, those are permission-based and those platforms are very particular about who you can and can't put in their, in their marketing efforts. So, um, but as far as changes in email marketing, um, the new, the newest piece of email marketing that seems to be getting a lot of traction from our clients is our automated email prospecting. That's the ability to identify maybe five, ten thousand prospects out there that are in your target market, and using your own email address, we're able to facilitate not only the content. We'll help write the content for you, 
because a lot of people just don't have the bandwidth to do that. So we'll actually do write the content for you. You're, you'll approve it, and we'll send them over time. So you know you'll have a campaign, and you may send out three messages, and uh, it follows up with each message. And uh, the beauty about it, Al, is when they respond, it comes right back to your inbox. So you have the ability to correspond to them. And the emails are very personal in nature. They look like maybe Alice sat down and wrote an email to them, and you certainly want to respond to them. Then there's the email blast that's still around, but those are great for people that are doing events and just want to get the word out there. But as far as engagement, it's it's a, an automated process today that's really taken, taken over in the email marketing. Yes, and for us, when we first started using it, the, the help you all provide was, was amazing. I mean, you've got the tutorials, you've got the training uh, programs, and you've got ongoing training. And forums, right? Tell us a little bit about that. So we do. We 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 are very up on support. We 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 want you to get the best bang for your buck and and really get an ROI on your investment. That's what it's all about. And more importantly, we're here to support it. So if you've got some issues or if you want some ideas, not only do we have great data and great platforms for email marketing, but we also have great ideas. So we can also tell you, hey, that works. We here's what we experienced that works. So uh, it's, it's all about the support, and it's not an 800 number that's out there in, in Omaha or Missouri or whatever, and you get a, somebody you don't even know. We're the local folks here that can help you be successful. Yeah, and the local folks are really, really talented and really, really responsive. Thank you. Yeah, you all do a great job of that, but you have to because you've got big competitors, so you have to be better, and you are. Now, of course, we have to do the COVID thing. Lately, every show we talk, we yeah. talk about COVID, but, uh, <laughs> but I know COVID has changed the world of selling. It's changed the world of prospecting, and it's changed the world of marketing, too, I imagine. Uh, but how has COVID changed the world for, for business-wise and your clients? You know, COVID has been, uh, has been something that I've been able to overcome. <laughs> yeah. uh, I am the kind of person who is a, uh, an outside warrior. When I'm out on a sales call, it's not uncommon for me to go next door and knock on the door. And, it, and because I have business-wise mobile version, I know who to ask for when I walk through the door. Yes. And uh, the beauty about that is with COVID today and the way that these people are, everybody's in a, in a protective environment that's not as, as often as it, as it usually has been. Two years ago, I closed a lot of deals only because I knocked on the door and started a conversation. I didn't close the deal then, but it started the relationship, and maybe 90 or 120 days, I did close the deal. Today, it's all virtual. A lot of it's virtual, although I am back in the field actually seeing people. Uh, but it's an option at this day, stage of the game. So it's an option whether you want to actually do a virtual go-to meeting or a Zoom meeting or if you want to knock on the door. And I leave that option up to them. But it has... It has, I don't want to say it slowed down my prospecting efforts, but it certainly curtailed the way I meet with a client or a prospect. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we've talked about this a lot because a lot of our clients are, are using uh, business-wise or, and unfortunately, other tools. They just don't understand. They oh. just don't. They just What's don't, up with that? They just don't understand. But, but, but in the virtual kind of selling environment, it, it, sometimes you can actually get quicker uh, opportunities going because people are pretty much available. They're sitting at their computer all day. They've got their phone by their side, and um, and a lot of times uh, you can have you know three meetings in a week, whereas when you were face to face before you, you know driving around or f even flying, you, you you might take three weeks to have three meetings. 
So those kinds of things are a little bit different, a little bit better. Mm -hmm. Uh, And uh, I don't see any reason for most people in the B2B world to think that, that, you know, COVID has changed things for the worst in selling. It hasn't for me. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think in, you know, and obviously some markets are, are not doing as well. Yeah. But you know, the, the thing about the business wise tool set, you know, for the drip marketing, for the activity manager and, and for the actual database itself, uh, you know, for our listeners who just want to jumpstart their ability to, to, to get opportunities in the pipeline, what's their best way to contact you, Gene? You know, simply uh, you can email me. My email address is gene at businesswise.com or my phone number that rings right into my desk at the office is 678-298-5002. Okay, so that's G-E-N-E, Gene, at businesswise.com. That's correct. And the phone number is 678-298-5002. You got it. All right, very good. So... Uh, so, listeners, you know, you heard it right here, and obviously I'm a big fan of uh, the business-wise folks and the uh, database and tools. Uh, this is something that can absolutely jumpstart and transform your selling efforts and get big-time results. Gene, thanks for joining us. Well, thank you, Al. Thanks for having me on. And this is Al Simon with Sandler Training, and this is Simon Says Let's Talk Business on Business Radio X, and we've been talking with Gene Harrison, the regional manager at BusinessWise, a tremendous prospecting uh, and selling tool, and you need to get this tool. So contact Gene. Again, gene at businesswise.com or 678-298-5002. Cool. All right. Well, let's, let's transition and talk to Joe Godfrey. Hey, Joe. Hello, Al. How are you? Wonderful. Hard uh, to follow the radio voice. Gene, this is Gene Harrison. But here I am. Wise. <laughs> yeah, so Joe Godfrey, you, you know, your voice is fine. You know, you don't have to have a radio voice to be a great banker. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Totally so, agreed. There you go. So Joe, a uh, longtime business, uh, business banker and, and vice president of commercial lending in the Gwinnett market for Oconee State Bank. And, Joe, I know you've been around a long time. We won't talk about age, actually. We'll just talk about <laughs> experience. How's that? Yeah, appreciate but, that. There you go. But what led you to go to Oconee State? Uh, Al, as you just alluded to, my um, tenure in the banking world has always been with the community bank environment. Yeah. Who connects with their community, the members of the businesses in that community, the homeowners, and just the overall connection from the bank with the people. Uh, my previous bank got acquired by a larger bank, good bank, no no issues there at all however their vision didn't align with mine so i opted to seek out an opportunity that i could go to work for a bank in which i felt that their belief systems their visions their core values and everything that they stood for aligned with mine and this led me to oconee state bank okay and so yeah we're going to talk a lot about that because you you are really truly a relationship community banker at heart and that's really at the core of all this right yes i am i I just uh strive to as Gene alluded to, it's a relationship. It is. And it doesn't happen instantaneously. When you meet somebody, you get a vibe or a good feel, but it may take 120 days, six months for that business to transact, mm-hmm. which I'm okay with that. You, it's not a one-and-done meet. You have to cultivate that relationship to earn that trust, to earn the value of those people that they see that not only am I bringing value to the relationship, but the bank is. This is not a transaction. That's exactly right. This is a long-term 
relationship where both parties thrive. That's right. Is that and a good way of saying it? I think that's a, exactly how you say it. What we strive to do, what I strive to do when a banking need arises in a client's uh, in business, that there's no doubt who they call. And if you do things right and you approach things right, you treat people right, then you're first thing on their mind when it comes to banking needs. Yes. So True trusted advisor type yes. of arrangement. Yeah. So, and you also mentioned that the that Oconee State Bank's core values align with yours. What are those values? Well, there's several several things that we we have in our um, organization which helps us strive to be who we want to be. And one of them, we operate under the word success. So, the success is broken down to stewardship, unity, collaboration, community, excellence, service, and solutions. So can you do that again slowly? <laughs> yes, sir. Serve our stewardship, stewardship, unity, collaboration, community, excellence, service, and solutions. Nice. So if we operate under those core values in which we um, do the best that we can to hit you, to hit each and every one of those, I believe the word success will come out in our daily routines and everything we do in the organization yes so. stewardship's an interesting one that first one yes a lot of folks don't have that in their core values what, what what's what's tell us more about how the stewardship thing well, plays you know people when you first hear the word stewardship you ought to think automatically think about a monetary value be good stewardship stewards of your money yes but when you think of stewardship beyond that you look at your be good stewardship of your resources your talent your time um, and other aspects that just help you be mindful and to be the best that you can uh-huh. in, the, in, in the area of stewardship. So we, when I first heard stewardship through this, I, my monetary just came to mind because I was always taught be good stewards of your money. Of your right. Money. But I think more importantly, if you're good stewards of your time and you're good stewards of your resources, I believe you do uh, live out that success. Um, the whole aspect of it so okay and then back to that trusted advisor relationship type thing obviously stewardship is a two-way street right you're helping your clients also be good stewards of their resources that's right you you know you have a client that has a need and he approaches you with that need it's our Mm. job to understand that need but look beyond it Mm. okay is this the only need am i loaning you money the only aspect that i have that'll help you or other banking products that we offer uh, or their secondary business from our investment advisors, um, our mortgage lenders, our SBA lenders. So all areas of the bank we try to incorporate in all our relationships. That's why we we deem to see as we're relationship bankers. Okay. So. And Oconee State's really now what all over most of Georgia, right? What's the reach? So basically it's a bank that started 59 years ago in Watkinsville out of local business owners um, understanding the need of a bank in their area. So from there, we've grown into Athens, the Athens market, the Bogart market. We obviously had the Watkins market. And then about three years ago, we opened up our office here in Gwinnett. So the office here in Gwinnett is staffed by local Gwinnett bankers who understand the market, who understand the people in the area, and just really understand how to become that are relationship bankers. Yes, I've noticed Oconee State and the people that are joining you, and they're all folks that I trust. Well, been around a while. They don't know banking and they know relationships just like you. Well, they understand it. Mike Fulton leads our Gwinnett office. Uh, Mike is exceptional, mm. exceptional banker. He's the one that attracted me to Oconee State Bank through a Rotary Club. He and I were in the same Rotary Club together. So therefore, you know, he and I got to know one another. Then he heard about me wanting to looking to change, and then 
here I am almost two years later. So Mike leads a great team. Got a fellow named Mike Ballinger who heads up our construction lending. Mike and I came from the same bank, worked 20 years together. Did you? So the comfort level there is awesome. Yes. And then our branch manager, Shannon Johnson. Shannon and Mike used to work together at a previous bank. And Shannon, um, what I enjoy about Shannon is I could turn her over to Al Simon as my customer and know that she's going to treat Al the same way I would. Nice. And she's going to provide that level of service that just exceeds yeah. What we're seeing in the marketplace. And you mentioned the Rotary Club connection. And I mean, yeah. people that know about Rotary Club's core values and the yes. four-way test understand that synergy, too. I mean, that those values just, they play across trusted business. That's right. Really good stuff. Yeah, That's very right. good. All right. So, um, and then and there's a you, the mission statement at the bank. Tell us about that. Well, the mission statement is obviously every company, I'm sure Gene has one. We try to, we try to establish a mission statement that not only... You know, it does just, it's just not on the wall. Mm-hmm. I heard Andy Stanley in a podcast the other day, if your mission statement on the wall is not active in the hall, it's not a mission statement at all. Oh, whoa, whoa. okay. So, if you really think about a little that. poetry there. All right, I love it. Well, it put it into perspective. If you got a mission statement on the wall and your people don't believe it, is it truly your statement of what you want your business to be? Yeah. So here at Oconee State Bank, I think Neil and his team of senior management has really done a great job with these core values and mission statements and their vision of where they see Oconee State Bank going. And, and, you know, simply our mission is to create remarkable experiences that significantly, significantly mark the lives of others. Yeah. So there again, you could translate that into becoming a relationship bankers, just okay. really meeting the needs of your people. Yeah. And of course you referred to Neil, that's Neil Stevens, your CEO. That's correct. And I know where he comes from. That's solid stuff right there. Well, Neil's, uh, Neil's um, created a culture in Oconee State Bank that has got national recognition in the banking world. Uh, Joe Brandon with the Georgia Bankers Association is a local uh, outfit here that really represents and lobbies for the banks. And he, he just he's at all of the culture that Neil's established and created in, in the Oconee State world. So, and it's not just evident in Neil or the senior management. It's evident go. in everybody. So. There you go. Okay, let's talk locally here. You mentioned that you know, you're know you in the Gwinnett market, you all moved into Gwinnett, and you're moving your location, right? Yes, what's, sir. What's going on with that? Well, we opened up a temporary location uh, about three years ago. We're off North Brown Road. It's in a four-story office building. Um, it's been a great tool for us to get us started. It's full banking uh, center. But we're excited that uh, hopefully October 1st we're going to move into our new location, which is over off Satellite next door to Chick-fil-A. If you want to be next door to something that's active and busy and traffic, we're next door to Chick-fil-A. There you go. So we're moving into, a, a, it's a, again, it's another office building, but we got the whole terrace level. We're going to be facing Embassy Suites. Yes. Um, we're going to be able to be branded. Our current location is not even recognized on Google Maps. So this is going to allow us to have a long-term facility where we can brand it, people recognize it, and not only will they see us there out and about in the public, but they'll see our signage, our local ATMs, things of that nature. So it's a, it's a permanent home, which is very exciting for all of us. So so you can you can combine your trip to the bank with your lunch. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. This, 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 this will work out. Well, we're going to leverage that traffic, we hope. Yeah, you're going to put an ATM in the in the, in the line around exactly. Chick-fil-A. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. That, that could work. Talk to uh, talk to Chick Fil A people to hand out our swag as they come through the line. Oh, there's an idea. Yeah, so. I love it. 
I love it. Okay. All right. Well, you mentioned some things. You mentioned mortgage lending. You mentioned SBA. You mentioned commercial lending. What What all else do you specialize in? Well, we got you know we got an investment arm in the bank um, that does a very good job. And recently, we just uh, partnered with another community wealth management out of Buford, uh, which turns out to be a longtime friend of mine. So they partnered with Oconee State Bank to help us to grow, expand and just increase that investment arm and that investment brand of the bank. Nice. Which we're excited about. We're excited bringing those on board. Um, a lot of good things, too, is, is um, I think recently announced was a merger with a, a bank out of Elberton, Georgia, uh, Granite Capital of the World, if you didn't know that. I did know that, actually. They got One a, of the few things I know. That's, that's a, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they got the, what they got up there, they got the Granite Bulls football game up there through Elbert County, Elberton, Elbert County High School, so okay. that's pretty cool. But yeah. um, we recently uh, emerged with them. We're looking to hopefully after the first of the year. So we're expanding our reach into that market. Um, and again, we've just uh, um, hired a uh, tremendous SBA lender, Teresa Harrell. Her and her team joined Oconee State Bank, and we're very excited about that. Just to allow that opportunity for people to um, um, experience the SBA model. I'm excited. One of the things that we're really proud of is our mortgage department. Through the COVID and the downturn and everything, the refinance, the housing market, yes, the our mortgage department has really, really provided some welcomed income um, that's really helped us through the COVID era. And I bet and, those folks are working twelve-hour days, right? Six days a week, a week. Yeah. yeah Billy Sullivan and, and his crew—they do a fantastic yeah. job. Everybody we've referred to that they've handled—it's just been fantastic. Nice. So, um, a lot of good things going on. But yeah, but Joe, I got to ask you because whenever people start talking about banks, and everybody's got a bank, and but it's a hassle to change banks, right? Even if the bank is causing the pain, right? And Gene referred to pain a while ago. Even if the bank that they have is causing pain, it's a hassle to change banks, and so people don't do it that often, right? How do you make it easy? Well, one of the things that again is um, if you have somebody that's interested in what Oconee State has has to offer more importantly interested in what joe godfrey has to offer there you go then i believe the pain is reduced pain nonetheless yeah but it may be just like a little scratch more than a um, you know a cut or a whatever yeah but then you surround the, then you surround that person or that company with a team with oconee state bank and they come in and they set you up and they go on site to Make sure your hardware system is protected and make sure that the products that Oconee State Bank offers is installed properly. Um, not only do they gain the access to the team of great bankers and great people, but it just really allows Oconee Bank to shine in them. And then they become a conduit for referrals. And then they, you know, it just spreads and spreads and spreads. So what you're saying is that initial hassle of changing banks is worth it long term. I can agree with you more. I yeah. think that that is a um, a tool. Again, it's going to be painful. People yeah. don't people are resistant to change, whether it's yeah. wardrobe or what have you. Right. But banks are banks are notorious for that. They they get a bad reputation with change, but done effectively, done with the right people with the right mindset, I believe that pain is pain is minimized to the point that the long term relationship they'll forget about it shortly after that. I can imagine that with the relationship that you keep talking about especially with with the with it's person to person we, we mentioned yeah. a while ago that companies buy from companies but we all know really people do business with people that's exactly right and 
as Gene and your conversation during the COVID period, we were out, I think I went out at home for like 40 days. Man, I was pulling my hair out. I was going nuts. I didn't, you know, <laughs> yeah. I'm the in-person type, just like you guys alluded to. But yeah. it was effective, uh, the Zoom calls and getting in front of your people via that way. It just showed them that you cared. And we weren't using the COVID as an excuse not to do it. Thank you. Appreciate so. you saying that. Yeah, very good. All right, Joe. Look, you're going to want you're going to have listeners that are going to want to talk to you. So, what's the best way to get a hold of you? Well, you can email me at j godfrey g o d f r e y at oconeystatebank.com, and Oconee is o c o n e e state.com, and or you can reach statebank.com. Yeah, excuse me. Yeah, thank you, Al. Okay. My cell phone number. You can reach me directly at seven seven zero six one six four seven four one. All right, so let me let me repeat that for people that are writing this down. J. Godfrey, which is G-O-D-F-R-E-Y, at OconeeStateBank.com, O-C-O-N-E-E, StateBank.com. That is correct. Cell phone 770-616-4741. That Got is it? correct. Joe, this is great, man. Thanks for joining us. I appreciate you having me on. Gene, it was nice to meet you. Just a pleasure and honor to be here. Yeah, you guys rock it. You guys are what business is really all about. The best side of business is the kinds of relationships the three of us have, and um, it just helps everybody. It's good stuff. Thanks for being here, Gene, Joe. Good stuff. Okay, so now let's transition to the sales tip of the day. I'm trying to do the Gene voice. I was going to say you should let him introduce that. Yeah, I probably should. <laughs> yeah, this is what we call the Ask Al segment. We get our listeners to send in questions that I answer here uh, on the air. And uh, so this particular question that I got, by the way, if you want to send in a question on sales or selling that you'd like me to answer on the air, then just send it to al.simon at sandler.com, al.simon at sandler.com. Send me your question, and I might just pick it to answer it here in the Ask Al segment. So here's the question for today. What is the number one thing I can do to increase my close rate? The number one thing I can do to increase my close rate. Well, listener, uh, and I don't have a name here, you're in luck because I'm going to give you two. (laughs) (laughs) Not just one, one, but wait, there's more. I'm going to give you two. Uh, this This is one of my favorite topics in selling. People think about close rate. And uh, it's always the one the sales managers want to want to track. One of their dashboard items is close rate. Uh, but a lot of people also want to propose like crazy to everybody that has a heartbeat. And, of course, what that does is it just messes up your close rate and messes up your time. And, and, and Joe talked about being a steward of not just your money but other resources. So one of those great resources is time. And any sales professional that's spending a lot of time and effort chasing down deals that aren't really deals – and proposing and quoting and presenting and so on, that's just crazy stewardship. It's just not stewardship at all. Bad stewardship, really, but it also ruins your close rate. So the number one way to to increase your close rate is to qualify like crazy and only propose and present and demonstrate like gene cell systems. So demonstrations are part of this. Quoting, presenting, proposing only to people who qualify. And what's qualified? Well, they've got to have pain that you can fix, that they need fixed in the short term. 
they have to have a budget that they're willing and able to invest in the short term in this ballpark, but they have to be willing and able to invest short term. And they have to have a decision-making process that you ask them about and you understand completely and are willing to go through. You know, the who, what, when, where, why, how of how this thing's going to go down. So pain, budget, decision-making process. Those three things, if you spend your time on those conversations, you'll know. You'll know if you should propose or not. And, if, and once you know, when you do propose, your close rate's going to go way up. Here's number two. The second way to really increase your close rate is to make sure that your prospect is committed to taking action in the short term. Because they'll say, oh, yeah, I really need that fixed. Absolutely. That's just a big deal. And they'll say, yeah, yeah, we got a budget for that. And they'll say, yeah, so, you know, I'm a, I make this decision and I run it by so-and-so, but it's a pretty much a rubber stamp and we're going to do this. That's what they say to salespeople. But in reality, not everybody who says that is truly committed to taking action in the short term. So if you just have that conversation, and in, in our world we call this SVIC, uh, S stands for summarize the pain. So you talk about the pain and then you summarize it, make sure you got that straight. Give the, the uh, prospect a chance to, to, uh, to add more to it or to tell you you missed it a little bit and eventually you get it right. V stands for validate, that you understand and that you can do this. And that doesn't mean, doesn't mean going on and on and on about how wonderful you are. It just means to say to the prospect, Gene, that's the kind of stuff we fix and we're good at it. That's it. No more. Just that one sentence and with that one comma in it and that's enough. It just gives the prospect the idea that they're talking to the right person and gives them that nice, safe feeling. But then comes the tough part because you got the S, which is summarize. You got the V, which is validate. Then you got to say, Gene, you know what? I wonder how important this is to you. Is this in your top three things you're working on? What's the priority on this, on getting this done? And then be quiet and listen carefully. And if, and if Gene tells me, you know what, Al, this is in my top three, this is maybe number one, I've got to get this done, then I'll say this. Appreciate you telling me that, Gene. Thank you for that. And you know what, that, I hear that a lot, actually. I hear a lot that this is number one. Got to fix this. And you know what I find, Gene, is that not everybody who says that to me is actually committed, that's the C, committed to taking action in the short term with me or someone like me. So I've got to ask you, Gene, are you committed to taking action in the short term on this with me or someone like me. And the next thing that Gene says is going to tell the future right there. <laughs> whether you're going to be a closer or not. Yeah, whether this is something that I need to invest more of my time, effort, and resources on to, to help Gene choose us, right? Or if, should I part friends and maybe decide we're going to talk again in six months or whatever and then spend my time back on business-wise looking for the next opportunity. There you go. Or ask for a referral. Or ask for a referral. There we go. Thank you, Gene. All right. So that's the uh, Ask Al segment, the sales tip of the day. Increase your close rate by qualifying better and by making sure the prospect is committed to taking action in the short term. And your close rate will go up. It will. So once again, this is Al Simon with Sandler Training. This has been Simon Says Let's Talk Business on Business Radio X. For Gene, for Joe, for me, and Sandler Training, all I got to say is, guys, Good selling.